That's the call. Oh my god. Like t-shirts make you slimmer. I've been Jesse. This has been Pot Awful. Thank you guys so much for joining me on the show tonight. Potawful.com if you've enjoyed it. Potawful.pizza if you want to support our show. Thank you so much, everybody. Now that's how you get that's how you get uh, other people to pop on your show. They just randomly do that shit, you know? Um, I actually wasn't signed with him this whole time. He can't tell that. I could easily... He doesn't understand the definition of PTSD by the way he seems. He just seems like that he doesn't get that PTSD is stronger than what he thinks it is. Hold on a second, Joseph. Um, all right, guys. Um, we're going to get out of here. So, Joseph, don't go anywhere. All right. Very strange. Don't go anywhere, this man says to a 17-year-old boy. My audience kept po- like pointing that out to me the other night. I was on this show. It's called Talk with Teddy. And they invited me on as a guest. It was all about bullying. I thought, perfect, I'm an expert. And things did not go well. Things went awry for Teddy. We'll talk about that in a second. But anyway, everyone was pointing out, why did he have on a 17-year-old kid as a guest? It was very strange. And I couldn't find where he even found this kid, Joseph, from, but I put it to the back of my head. I said, you know what? There's no, you can't assume anything about this guy just from that. Sure, he kicked me out of there before the show was over and told this kid, Joseph, to stay there and then immediately went off the air and presumably kept talking to Joseph, but you can't make an assumption of what happened after that. But then I started looking into Teddy, okay? And it started out perfectly innocent. Everything was fine. Teddy seemed like a nice, normal guy. I found his Facebook account, so no big deal there. And I looked on his profile pictures, and okay, sure, there is one profile picture here where he does have a tattoo on his arm of a baby Godzilla, and behind the baby is the pride flag, but I'm... No homophobe. I'm not going to assume that that means something about Teddy or anything about homosexual people. I don't know anything about that. I'm not a hate guy, okay? So I just, I decided to look into Teddy more. That isn't really a clue to anything. Just Teddy more. It turns out he's got another podcast he does. It's called Paratalk Radio. I said, Paratalk Radio. I understand what talk radio is, but you're talking about para? What does that mean? So I thought, okay, let's assume that the audience is right. Maybe there's something to this. I type into Google. I go, para, okay? Para, child, um, I don't know, abnormal. Let's type all of that in to Google here. And I got some results that were a little disturbing. Paraphilia, parasocial, abnormal behavior with children. But even that doesn't prove anything. At this point, though, I'm pretty hopped up on Dr. Pepper and I'm losing my mind. So I go back to the Paratalk Radio. I see it says the future of paranormal talk radio. Now, I don't know what that that means. I mean, what does paranormal mean? Sounds like abnormal to me. And okay, to me, this is sort of 
paranormal behavior, if you will. Maybe I'll look into it a little bit more. So I type into Google, I think about it. I go, okay, if the people are right, if my audience is right and something weird is happening here, maybe it's something to investigate. I look into Teddy a little bit more and it says here in his bio on paratalkradio.com that he has been in some TV shows about ghost hunting. Apparently this guy is a ghost hunter. Okay, didn't see that one coming, so I look into that, and he hunts for ghosts that apparently, I don't know if it's child ghosts or if it's ghosts haunting kids, but I decide to type in, I go, okay, para and child and haunting, and I go back to Google and I type that in, and it turns out I accidentally mistyped, I typed child hunting That's no good, but it turns out I got some results that were actually pretty interesting, so I took a look at the results. These are from PubMed, and it's it's actually a government website, and they... They were looking into this. I don't know if this is paranormal activity or what, but it says abstracts. This is from pubmed.ncbi.nlm.nih.gov. It says abstract in research with... 942 non-clinical adult participants, gay men and lesbian women reported a significantly higher rate of childhood molestation than did heterosexual men and women. That's not good. It goes on to say 46% of the homosexual men in contrast to 7% of the heterosexual men reported homosexual molestation. Okay, not looking great. I'm not I'm not a math guy though. I can't quite do those numbers, but I looked into the research a little bit more. I don't of this paranormal thing. It says it showed that 8 million girls were abused by age 18 by heterosexual men, a ratio of one victim to 11 adult men. Okay, that makes sense to me. Even I get that, you know, there's a lot of heterosexual men in this country, so it, you'd have to look at you look at one normal not paranormal just regular normal heterosexual not that there's anything wrong with being paranormal okay but you just look at one normal heterosexual man and you'd have to look at 10 more of those before you'd find one that maybe victimized a child no biggie so then I look at it a little further. It says, however, six to eight million boys were abused by age 18 by one to two million adult homosexuals. That makes sense. There's less homosexuals than heterosexuals, which is a ratio, apparently, of three to five victims for every gay adult. Now, just to be clear, what that means is if you if you put a, a room, if you went into a room filled with teddies, you know, big bear gay men. And he does consider himself to be a bear according to his Facebook status. If you went into this room and you spun around with your eyes closed, blindfolded, hand over your face, and you just stopped on any one of those gay guys, the likelihood that they molested four boys is very high, which is no good. I'm pretty sure at this point, that C-3PO would be telling us he doesn't like those odds and we're no longer allowed to jump into hyperspace. So I'm thinking, okay, Teddy, man, give me something to work with here, buddy, because I don't know what to think about this. Obviously, you're paranormal. And uh, please tell me my audience wasn't right, that their hunch was not correct. So I look into Teddy a little bit further 
And shock of all shocks, the man is a published author on Amazon. Now, I wouldn't think Amazon would like allow you to publish anything like this, but the dude wrote a book on being paranormal. And it says the title of this book is Think Outside the Paranormal Box. Ideas are opening up. This is by Ted Van Son. He also goes by Ted Wolf or Ted Wolfie or Wolfie. And I'm looking at this book. I'm seeing what it's all about. I don't want to really get into the paranormal lifestyle myself. But again, I'm hopped up on Dr. Pepper balls, and I'm goofed out of my mind. And it says here that this book is about the techniques of investigative research into the paranormal. And I realized something. I've been investigating the paranormal for years now. It's a show we do called The Pedophile. Now, he lists here in this book, apparently, different tools, resources, technology one can use to investigate the paranormal. And I thought, well, okay, then if he is promoting investigating his lifestyle, I might as well do it. So let me be clear about something. I don't know for sure that this random guy I ended up on a show with who very strangely asked a 17-year-old boy to stick around after the show and have a private conversation with him is up to no good. But I'll tell you this, if the evidence has mounted enough by the time this show is done, well then, I think we can go ahead and say, come get them, boys. Ladies and gentlemen, this is... The Pedophiles, Episode 11, Paranormal Investigations. Let's go bully the internet, and especially Teddy. This is Pot Awful. Pot Awful TV. Oh, y'all is doing it right. Pot Awful sucks, you faggot. Oh, boy. You scam artists, douchebag. You're the worst. Motherfucker. You fucking little piece of shit. You're crazy. You're crazy. You're crazy. Welcome everyone, I am your host Jesse P.S. This is Pod Awful, the pedophiles, the one and only, and we are investigating Teddy. He might not have done anything wrong, but there's only one way to find out. Thank you so much for joining me. Share that show. Potawful.tv. We are live every Sunday, Wednesday, and Friday, 8 p.m. Eastern Time over at Potawful.tv. Although our Wednesday and Friday shows are in our bonus content section, the Pizza Fund. I hope to see you guys there sometime. Let's check in with the chat room. We've got a live chat room. See what they're saying in there right now. Share that show they're saying. He's a teddy bear. I'm going to make someone pay tonight. Extra base tonight. Are we extra basey tonight? Is that really going on? My bad. I don't know. I don't know what to do for you. I got a pedo hunter boner. Let's do this. Epic. Oh, my. Joseph will be on a different level now. Woke Jesse style. So let's talk about my appearance on this show real quick, because there's some people who may not have seen it yet. If you haven't watched this, I put this out as a random thing um, a few days ago on our YouTube channel. This is YouTube only. So the audio people, you got to head over to youtube.com slash pot awful. And if you haven't subscribed to us there yet, get subscribing. 
I had to re-upload this. I would have just allowed Teddy to upload it, but for some reason, he was bullied out of uploading his own show to the internet after I was a guest on it. Again, his show is called Talk With Teddy, and he had on me, this kid Joseph, and a social worker named Mina. Mina was bullied off the show pretty early on, but I'll just give you a little taste of the episode if you haven't seen it yet, and this is one not to miss, okay? Apparently, people are loving this. I've gotten a lot of positive feedback on this bullying episode. I'm going to show you right here the turn. Everybody's calling this part the turn. It happens almost exactly halfway through my appearance on here. The entire time they're talking about bullying, they're giving their experiences being bullied. I'm giving my experience bullying but we don't know that's what the other one's talking about. A wire got crossed somewhere along the line, and that's when this happened. So you don't think me. the people that are bullying you haven't had these problems? Oh, no, I don't have anybody bullying me. Oh, you don't have anybody bullying you? No. No, I, I have been bullying people. Oh, you're the bully. I'm bullying people. Yeah. No, that's what the the that's what I was telling you. The the guy like oh, the Joker okay. guy, I got him beat up. You know, I've had people oh, Baker oh. acted. You know, I'm making fun. Like, I thought it was really funny that Joseph's only five foot three or whatever. Oh, so you're, point, so, you're op- so, so you uh, you're opposite of what we're talking about. Then we're talking about being bullied, you know, and, you know, Bullies usually for like what we're going through right now. A lot of us have problems from people that have bullied us. Oh, you you guys are the victims of bullies. Yes. <laughs> yes. I'm a very bad victim. I actually became numb to the point like where some people can even straight up laugh in my at this point. There's people who can get up in my face and I'll just look at them like whatever you can say what you want. As long as they hit a trigger in my past, then yes, I will go off at them. But very rarely will they ever trigger me. Really? Because, like, <laughs> as a bully, I find it shocking that I, I didn't think the people who got bullied were all that affected by it. Like, I thought they overreacted or act dramatic no, about it. A lot it. of these people that have been bullied have serious psychological issues. Now, how was I supposed uh, to know seriously. that? But then why wouldn't the then why wouldn't the bullies have them if what you're saying if what you're saying is true that the bullies have been bullied? What? Why well, wouldn't that's, the bullies that's what the research then is saying act like total fags? He says that's what the research is saying. Well, we're doing our own research tonight, Teddy. You never saw this one coming. So <laughs> that's the big reveal. Everybody in the chat room, pity me, pity me. Yes, I'm a victim. Everybody's making fun of Joseph. Now, Joseph's just a kid. And if you watch this full thing, and again, I do say watch this full thing it's one of those slow burns it's okay i think we're back are we back let me know when we're back man the spirits do not want me to uncover what teddy is up to this is some true paranormal stuff going on right now are we back let's see good talk you'd be surprised lmao that joseph kid looks like such a nerd so i think we were just talking about joseph they are saying we're back all right and we're back sorry computer shut down i don't know what to do it's a live show so everybody keep in mind this joseph kid he's just a kid he's 17 years old i try to give him good advice do watch the full version of this uh video i put up it's again called bully the internet i try to give him good advice but yes he is a bit of a creep that said he's underage 
So that's why I was nice to him. I did not want to be a bully to this kid. I was trying to give him a way out. And I told Teddy, I feel like your reaction to this, your response to this kid is not only sickening, but damaging. I didn't realize how sickening it might be. I got kicked out of there and some, for some reason, Joseph stuck around. Now, the whole way I got involved in this show was through a Facebook group. There was this Facebook group where, about bullying, and this guy, Teddy, posted in the group asking for guests for his show. So I just reached out to him and said, I'll be on there. I know all about bullying, and he was happy to have me. I went back to that post, and I looked, and I tried to find, well, how did Joseph contact this guy, Teddy? And there is no Joseph posting, no commenting, nothing. I couldn't find Joseph in that anti-bullying group. I couldn't find him connected to Teddy in any way. It seems like Teddy may have found Joseph, but how? That was the strange thing. Now, the other thing to note is I didn't know while we were doing the show that Teddy was a gay man. I had no clue. At one point, I even asked, do you have any kids? And he said no, and I attributed that to him being 300 pounds and a loser, not to him being gay. Obviously, he wouldn't have kids if he's gay. So I did some more research. I started looking into it a little bit more, and I went to his Facebook profile. Now, I posted these uh, findings in our Facebook group, which you can join over at podawful.com slash cult, so you'd already be in on tonight's whole deal, our whole topic of tonight. If you're a member of that group, join it, podawful.com slash cult. And all I just say is I thank Dad for making me strong. Join our cult on Facebook, podawful.com slash cult. So here were our findings. This is all from Teddy's Facebook profile, okay? So we have the image where he's got the tattoo displayed with the baby Godzilla and the paranormal flag. We're just going to call it paranormal, okay? We've got the pride banner on his profile picture. It says he's a member of the Buffalo Bears. And if you look next to the pride symbol there, it's a little cartoon bear. And when I think cartoon bear, I think Pete Parabear. Remember that from 4chan? And here's one. Here's a post where he, on his show, again, he's a ghost hunter of all things. On his show, Paratalk Radio, he interviewed people and the topic was, are there gay ghosts? We will find out gay ghost hunters, and then so on and so forth, and he's interviewing gay ghost hunters. Okay, fine. And then there's a link here to Curvilicious Bear by Ted Wolf. Ted Wolf is Teddy. And it's an image that he has printed on a t-shirt of a big, gay, sexy bear. All right, fine, no problems there. And here we've got Ted posting to the Buffalo Bears meetup group saying, here are a few pics from tonight's first bear night. We had a blast. 
cornhole game was a success. Now, listen, I know what cornhole is. I'm a southern gentleman myself. I know that cornhole is just an unfortunate coincidental name, cornhole, when you're out there with your bear friends doing cornhole. Personally, I love a good game of cornhole. I play it all the time. I just, I'm straight. I'm part of the S community. So I call it Bago. And I recommend you guys do the same, okay? You never want to end up posting about cornholing and then end up on an episode of Pot Awful. It's just not going to be a good look. You never know when it might happen. I'm checking all of your Facebook accounts, all of your profiles. I've got a system that is watching everything at all times, okay? So make sure you call it Bago. It's more fun, by the way. When you score it, you go, now that's a rousing game of a good old-fashioned Bago! If you do that every time, you'll win because it annoys your opponent. Anyway, he's cornholing with Chris and Bob. Chris and Bob cheated to be the bear kings of the cornhole, haha, hoping to meet more bears on the next Thursday night meet on August 30th. We will have more games. Anyway, this is what they're up to, okay? They're cornholing, they're bears, they're proud. Get used to it. You have their brave. We love them. We respect them. We owe seven them in the chat room for their services. Okay, so again, I am not making any accusations here about your average bear, your average gay guy. I'm just pointing to the paranormal research out there that says (laughs) for every gay man on earth, there are three to five child victims. That's all I'm saying. Okay, bear kings of cornhole, they're saying fago. No, don't use that kind of language in the chat room, please. This is a family show. So obviously, my research there was lacking. It's good enough for the pot awful cult, but it's not good enough for the show. So I did a bit more research, and here I've got Ted's. <laughs> You're not going to believe this. Here is his LinkedIn account. Seems normal enough, paranormal enough. Ted Van Son, radio host of ParatalkRadio.com, founder at GVPI Genesee Valley Paranormal Investigators. I don't know what any of that is. Ordained minister. Minister. Now, some of you may be Christians out there, but you have to admit, there has been an issue going on with church leaders and children, okay? All I'm saying is we're just mounting the evidence. We're just, just throw another one on the tally. It's just something interesting. Even more interesting than that, though, and I don't even know how to approach this as a topic, but the first thing Ted lists in his work experience on LinkedIn, which is presumably a serious website for people actually looking to get jobs, The first thing listed is Sasquatch Detective, which Sasquatch Detective, first contact rep for Rochester, New York area. So if you happen to be in Rochester, New York, and you happen upon a squanch, let Ted know, okay? Call him up and let him know. You know, maybe we should call up Ted and... Tell him we spotted one. I mean, this is the guy in charge. We'll come back to that, I guess. 
So I've done all this research. I showed you guys the research I was doing at the top of the show, all these things. He's the paranormal talk radio host. Is there anything else in here? Oh, he writes books. He's an author. He wrote two books on the subject of paranormal research, which I thought might be kind of interesting. But even more so than that, it says in his bio at paratalkradio.com that he's been on TV shows. So I had to do a deep dive, and man, I went down the rabbit hole trying to find all this stuff on Ted. I did a deep dive finding not just his connections to Bigfoot and how they may relate to this pedophile's investigation, but also his episodes of television he's been on. We'll get back to the TV thing in just a bit because that's juicy. I know you're waiting for that. But let's visit for a moment this Sasquatch detective role, shall we? Is the Sasquatch the ultimate bear? Great question, 2D, in the chat room. The chat to beat right now. Sasquatch is the ultimate bear. Imagine the thrill. You're a gay, you're a loner, a gay guy. By the way, you're into Godzilla, so you're into kaiju, you know, big monsters. Man, you know he just loves being ravaged by a hulk of a man. He watches Avengers Endgame and just... But imagine you're a big gay bear, a paranormal man, out in the wilderness. You're fully nude. You're grounding yourself. You're spreading your butt cheeks and allowing the light to come in to refuel your, your inner batteries. And... You listen. You hear that sound. You've been waiting for it all night long. You popped a tent for this, and now you're popping a boner for it. You hear a scurry of what clearly is not a raccoon, clearly is not a badger, clearly isn't even America's honey bear. No. You've heard what can only be the sounds of a squanch. So you grab your binoculars, the only thing you're wearing, around your neck, and you zoom in, and you scan the forest floor for his steps. And you've got that, uh, that 1970s, you know, home reel footage of the Sasquatch turning and looking at the camera in your mind. You're trying to see that, the Zapruder film of Bigfoots, and you're like, where is he? I know he's there somewhere. And suddenly, on the nape of your neck, you feel it. You hear it. He's behind you. And he puts his big, meaty banana bunches around your shoulders. And he gives you a deep tissue massage. And his big orangutan primate-like lips come around your neck and wrap around your earlobe. And he whispers, Who's the detective now? You shudder as all of the fluids eject from your body. Keep that thought in mind when I show you this image of Ted that I found. It's Ted and a Sasquatch, but also a little kid! That's right, gaze into the abyss long enough, this abyss will gladly gaze back unto thee. So, alright. We're going to have to break down this image, especially for the audio-only people out there. You're going to be lost. This is actually Ted. He's wearing an I Believe in Bigfoot's t-shirt. 
and he's standing next to what is clearly another one of his big bear friends in a full Sasquatch outfit. Strangely enough, they are both flanking a very little kid. I would say this kid is maybe six or seven years old, giving a pained thumbs up. The look on his face is that of, you know, the, um, the drag kids. What's their name? Uh, de- 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 Demon is amazing. Desmond. Desmond is amazing. And Lactatia, that pained look of, no, I'm not being forced to do this by my parents. I'll smile for the camera or else I get the hose again. That's the look on this kid's face. And most terrifyingly of all, the Sasquatch is wearing a t-shirt that says, free hugs. And if you didn't notice, the free hugs are written, the color scheme on free hugs is the paranormal flag, if you will. So, there's a lot to unpack from that, okay? What is the situation here? What is the scenario? And is this the Sasquatch's kid? Or is this Teddy's kid? Because remember, Teddy told me to my face, he has no kids. Something must explain this. So I went to the website where I found this picture, and I looked at the caption, and lo and behold, it says that this is, apparently this Sasquatch is named Buddy the Bigfoot. He's got a name. Buddy the Bigfoot. And he joined the celebrities of Naked and Afraid that day, before the event, to visit, uh, well, this is written all weird, it says to visit the purpose of our event, but that doesn't make any sense. So apparently, Naked and Afraid is involved, so I was right about him going out into the woods completely nude on top of all of that. Teddy also says that this kid is his godson, and that he is a special boy with, ladies and gentlemen, A.U. Gold. He has autism. Now, if you've ever watched any of the episodes where I might have brought up Desmond is Amazing or Lactatia before, the drag kids, I said, I don't think these kids are into drag. I think they're autistic. I think they're being taken advantage of, of the, an autistic kid has obsessions, and they want to dive into them head on. You know, Chris Chan, he was into Sonic the Hedgehog, and look at him now, everything turned out fine. Lactatia, Desmond is amazing, their parents forced them into the globo-homo agenda and watched RuPaul's Drag Race, so their obsession became drag racing. I think it is a fairly common practice for people, paranormal or otherwise maybe, to take advantage of the autistic. They're very easy to take advantage of. Now, people may even level that accusation against me because I've made fun of and had guests on the show who are autistic. Yep, you're right. But all of that stuff is above board and on the stream. You see what I'm doing. I'm left to wonder what's going on behind the scenes with the free hugs Buddy the Bigfoot, Teddy, the guy who has some questionable tendencies, and this poor little autistic boy. And how does a paranormal researcher 
even become the godfather of your child to begin with. Let's check the chat, see what their opinions are on this. You'd be surprised, but I really like this show. Thank you so much. Shout out to Sonichu. Chris is a stunning example of lucidity. I agree. Definitely Sasquatchu. <laughs> oh my god. We do need we need a Chris Chan mashup of Sonichu and Sasquatch. Teddy Chan. I don't know. So the artists out there get to work on this. We need the Chris Chan t-shirt, Teddy's face, the Sonichu medallion turned into a Sasquatch, and I don't know, probably some molestation going on. So I figured. Okay, maybe this Buddy the Bigfoot is just, he's no more harmful than the teenager dressed up as Mickey Mouse when you go to Disneyland. He's just a guy in a suit there to brighten some days. Well, I found a Facebook page for Buddy the Bigfoot. He's got his own branding page here, which is pretty cool, I guess. I guess if you want to hire Buddy the Bigfoot, you can. Maybe we should get him on this show. Here he is, at Buddy the Bigfoot on Facebook, and here's his About section. It reads as follows. Buddy is a Bigfoot. He is a huggable, bipedal, and I want to point out, they misspelled bipedal, and thus you're left to wonder, is this a wink and a nod to a certain community? Bipedal. Fuzzy, wazzy character. He loves to give hugs and make others smile. Now, this is where it gets even more sinister. This is a PG-13 page. Okay, seems odd. Kids to come to the page and are encouraged to do so. This is to spread love, compassion, equality. Equality. And more. Now, this is horrendously worded. I mean, he couldn't have rendered these sentences any worse. But he is a Bigfoot. He's just learning our human language. So maybe we should cut him a break. Maybe he's Tobias Funkeying his way through this and doesn't realize how paranormal everything he's saying sounds. But can we be sure? Why would you say the page is PG-13 and then encourage kids to come to it? Also, why is the page PG-13, you're just a guy dressed as a Bigfoot? I think the chat probably nailed it before. I would not be shocked to find out that Bigfoot is as big as Cher or Madonna in the gay community. You know, maybe, is Bigfoot a gay icon? He, he could be on the Mount Rushmore up there next to Tim Gunn, RuPaul, Buddy the Bigfoot, and then, I don't know, Joseph Stalin, probably. So, <laughs> who knows? Again, it's not necessarily evidence, but everything is starting to pile up. Is he a never nude, they ask. No, I think he's an always nude. I think a lot of these paranormal guys tend to be the type of guy who like to uh, enjoy some, some nudist colonies or nude beaches or that sort of thing. At the very least, when their godsons come over, they like to leave out nudist magazines just to see. Just, what I mean, oops, oops. Uh, oh my gosh, I can't believe I left this here. Oops. Oh my, silly, I'm so sorry. Beth, I'm so sorry. It'll never happen again. 
If you want to bring your son over, don't worry about old Uncle Teddy. You got nothing to worry about. This is going right back in the safe where I normally keep it. By the way, the combination to the safe is six, six, nine. Got ya. You thought it was going to be something else. So case closed. These guys are dangerous, they say in the chat room. Sasquatch, another W. He is naked underneath that fur suit. He probably is. Now, I know what you guys really want to see. How could you not? What you really want to see is Teddy on the paranormal TV shows. And I do too. Before we get to that, very quickly, just want to do two quick plugs. Podawful.pizza is the way you support this show. We built our own Patreon. We don't have ads on this show. We don't have sponsors. Every other podcast you listen to, about 20 minutes of your time, at the very least, on your average podcast, 20 to 40 minutes of the podcast is taken up by advertisements. The YouTube videos you watch, how annoying are those ads? I hate them too, so I demonetized my own YouTube channel on purpose, and I said, never again. If I can't stand it, I can't make you guys watch ads. I'm the greatest guy. So we built our own Patreon. It's called the Pizza Fund. It works just like Patreon. You can join for as little as a dollar a month and get immediate access to an archive that is over 60 hours worth of content. Um, If you join the $6 level, it's 10 years worth of content. I'm not kidding. We've been doing this for over a decade now. If you join the $12 level, you get access to our live Wednesday shows and the archive of premium episodes we do every single week. It's a blast. There's even more. We will be doing a $20 level show in the Pizza Fund probably this week sometime. So join it, potawful.pizza. You can join, again, for as little as a dollar, cancel any time, monthly subscription, just like any other Patreon out there. A lot of people confused about this stuff because it's our own website, but it's exactly as secure. We literally just stole the code from Patreon, and you could do it too. Those of you who create stuff out there, don't use Patreon. They're bad people. And this is the other nice thing about the Pizza Fund. Using it means we get to do stuff behind the scenes that maybe we couldn't do in these public episodes. Just tip the scales a little further if you understand what I'm saying. So check out that content. That $20 show this week especially is probably going to do that. Just a little a little push into the realm of questionable broadcasting at that point. Potawful.pizza, I hope to see you there. Support the show. Join the Pizza Fund. Potawful.pizza. Pizza, pizza. 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 Potawful.pizza. P-I-C-C-A. A lot of people in the chat have very nice things to say about the Pizza Fund. The Pizza Fund rocks. Being very mean to the people who don't join. Listen, I don't expect anybody to join. We will always do free content every Sunday, as you know, as many of them as I can, unless something crazy happens or I take a vacation. Every Sunday, the episodes are completely free. People act like I do all of these shows behind the paywall now, and it's just not true. It's just not. It's been the same way for years now, and you will always have free stuff. You don't have to sign up. I know not everybody can. Just don't whine that you don't get everything. This is my only job. Some people might be new and they don't realize that. This, I do this for a living and I've been able to do that now for about five years. So it's a pretty cool setup. 
Thanks a lot, Pizza Fund. Thanks for making it happen. And I just wanted to do another quick little mention here that uh, I always forget to say this, but you can join for a six dollar for a six month period rather. Any of the levels, six month period, you get one month for free. I never advertise that. There's a lot of people in the six month plans. They don't have to pay for one month. It's an amazing system. Nobody else does it like that. Patreon doesn't do that. Very cool. Pot off of that pizza. And if uh, you want a less permanent, maybe you're not into the subscription. Didn't mean to hit that. Into the subscription thing. You want to support the show one time and get something cool out of it. We do have a store, potawful.shop. We have downloads and t-shirts for sale. Um, We've got some brand new shirts on the store right now. You can go grab potawful.shop. We've got the Have an Awful Day t-shirt, which this was a greatly requested t-shirt. People asked, I put this image out there just as a design. I just felt like making this and people asked for this to be put out on a shirt. So I did it. Go grab it today. It's our cheapest t-shirt. I decided to only make it $20.99. So I'm trying to make all of these things as cheap and as simple and as nice for everybody as humanly possible. Our other newest shirt is the uh, Gamer Cringe Mall Ninja Incels t-shirt, which you can see here. It's me and one of our goons, Rufio Fionix, as Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Very funny shirt. Tons of stuff to choose from. Old designs. And as you can see by the shirt I'm wearing, this shirt is no longer on our store. So... You got to get them while the getting's good. They can disappear at any time. As soon as I'm done with a design, I think it's all over with. I get rid of them. We've got hoodies, by the way, a zip-up hoodie and a pullover hoodie. It is getting to be cold weather out there. You might want to grab those now, and I'll probably be getting rid of those designs very soon. Podawful.shop. Now, back to the content, and it's the best content on the internet. I looked to see what were the TV shows that Teddy's been on. He's been on several paranormal investigator TV shows. One of those is one I've never heard of called Paranormal Survivor. And the episode, he was on a couple episodes, but the first episode he was on, I'm not kidding, is called Kids Under Attack. Now, is that Dear God magic or is that, I mean, what do you even call that at this point? We have to thank Dear God for his blessings and thank the cult for their sacrifices. Kids under attack. A woman's son is tormented. <laughs> There's, apparently, this is all children being harmed by the paranormal. Okay, let's take a look. I've got an episode of it here. Now, I think this video, the person sort of pitched up the audio on it to try to beat the censors out there, to beat copyright. So we are doing this under fair use. We will be commenting on this. I have every right to play this video uh, as we will be covering just a small portion of it. But they did pitch it up to beat the copyright. So just keep that in mind, audio people out there. Paranormal Survivor, Kids Under Attack. (laughs) I mean, it really is the name of this episode. Okay, so apparently Teddy shows up in this one. After moving into an old home, Valerie's son Isaiah had been troubled by alarming events. But then the activity began to target Valerie. There was an inch gap under Isaiah's door, and there was a black shadow moving across under the door, almost like somebody was walking behind the door. 
I really believe that I was seeing something that shouldn't be there. Thank you. In the chat room, they say no copyrights intended. 100%. No copyrights intended on this. Um, that didn't belong there. Um, and I was scared. I was really scared. I was the only one in the house at that time. I remember this icy cold feeling going down my back. And I felt like somebody took their finger and went right up the back of my neck. She turns around and it's Sasquatch. Gotcha, bitch. Okay, now this show, is this how ghost shows have gotten now? It used to be a ghost show was two dweebs wandering around in the dark with a nightlight on and they would go, oh my God, I heard a sound. And the other one would go, you think it's a ghost? And they go, yep. Probably. And that was the whole show. My dad watches the hell out of these. He loves that Zach Baggins one, Ghost Adventures, where they like something would just fall, a rake would fall over in a barn. That's never happened before. And they go, that's ghost. That's ghost rules. What can I say? That's ghost rules. You know, it's got to be a ghost. I tell you what, we'll use scientific equipment, a tape recorder, and they get an EVP and it goes, and they're like well that clearly they said get out we're all gonna die it's a ghost now they're just adding cartoon ghosts to dramatic reenactments as if like she just straight up saw a full-on death shadow entity i didn't want to turn to look because i i had the feeling that there was something there this was something that was touching me and it wanted me to know that it was touching me touching you out of the corner of my eye, a touching me. I saw this shadow touching you. God, you're touching me. It was the blackest thing I've ever seen. Oh, okay. Even worse. Just here's you don't need a paranormal investigator. You need ADT security systems in your home. Obviously, maybe move out of the uh, urban areas. The blackest thing you've ever seen. I mean, it was blacker than nighttime. Okay, we get it. Your TV disappeared. Ooh, spooky. That's not poltergeist. I know the TV was involved. That's just uh, Leroy. If your kid's name is Cannon, maybe keep him away. But otherwise, I think the kids are probably fine. I really thought that something was going to hurt me. I felt probably more scared. I love too, like the dramatic reenactor. They got, they got a big girl. You can see she's got a little bit of a badonk going on. Thank you for clearing up the image right as I point to her butt. Yeah, she got a pretty big badonk, but she's thin faced. This woman, I mean, man, uh, I would, I, I wish that they would. I could I hire a dramatic reenactor just to do pot awful for me, so that you don't have to look at this. The whole time, I really should have gone with a cartoon avatar. I've ever felt in my life. I knew at that. Oh, yeah. Okay. Well, actually, she's a lot bigger than the dramatic reenactor point that I needed help. She needed help. And she's got the Karen haircut. So she probably went to her house's manager and said, excuse me, why are there ghosts in here? Okay. I need to whoever's above you. I want to speak to the superintendent of houses scared that this terrifying new entity would harm her sons. Valerie sent them to live with a friend and called in paranormal investigator, Ted <laughs> Ted Wolf. Van Son. Oh, Ted Van Son. I paused it a little too soon there. This is supposed to be Ted. I mean, take a good look at the dramatic reenactor of Ted. This is <laughs> Now one, he's 
chosen to be bald. This is a guy who has bicked his hair. He has also got a full, nice beard. He's very thin. Remember, on the episode of Talking with Teddy or whatever it was called that I was on, Ted told me he's 300 pounds. I could lift this little guy over top of my head. I mean, they're, they're taking some real liberties with their dramatic reenactors here. Oh, oh Ted LMAO, Ted Van Son. Yeah, his, his name is Ted Van Son. He goes by Ted Wolf sometimes, but his name is Ted Van Son. Ted looking svelte. That's a sick leather jacket, bro. Well, wait a second on that. When I first met Valerie, um, her emotions were pretty wrecked. She, so there's Ted. He was worried. Yeah. My first reaction. Okay. Now, I don't know how easy this is going to be to see, but let's... Uh, hey, hey, uh, Cyborg Cam, can you turn around for me? Thank you so much. And computer, just enhance that image for me. Yeah, and uh, 15 points to the right. Thank you. And uh, enhance again. Thank you very much. Now, if we could go up six degrees. Thank you very much. Over seven degrees, please. Thank you very much. Zoom in. Zoom. Zoom. Enhance. And if you look very carefully, there is an eyebrow piercing on their Ted cosplay man. Now, I don't know about you guys, but when I was in school, you had a piercing in the wrong spot. It meant that you were full-on paranormal, <laughs> okay? You've got the leather jacket with spikes. You've got a Dick Masterson eyebrow piercing. Look it up. And you've got a guy who is not a bear, but maybe a bit of an otter, if you know what I mean. They actually, I think, hired a gay guy to play Ted. and. Kudos. The Academy Award goes to Paranormal Survivor for being this brave. She was walk through the house and, and make sure that what she was sensing was real. I'm just going to get my equipment ready and uh, we'll go have a look. <laughs> look at it. He's taking off the jacket. He's got the muscles. You started to feel And like then they cut to real Ted and he's just this mountain of mashed potatoes sitting in a folding chair in a grandma's living room. Like you weren't alone. You started feeling like someone was watching you. There's literally plastic on the couch. Oh yeah, he's an otter. You see how hairy those forearms are? He's like Robin Williams. Oh, oh my God, you've got a ghost. Oh. Oh. And when you looked up the stairs, you got this overwhelming feeling. Yeah, you've got a ghost in here. Like you don't believe. Oh wait, that's Toy Story. What is the uh, what is the Aladdin song? Uh, it's not friend in me. What is it? You ain't never had a friend like me. Damn it. On there, like something is just waiting to pounce on you when you walk up the stairs. In fact, my arms are tingling right now from it. Oh please. <sighs> Again, Ted's arms tingle when he thinks Bigfoot is near too. Ted's arms tingle when his godson's around. Me being an investigator, I don't get that feeling very often. The fear is real. Walking up the stairs, it got heavier and heavier on your chest. And now, so now they're just strobing the camera. I mean, honestly, those of you who may have seizure problems out there, epilepsy, look away during this part because this show is overly dramatic when it comes to the ghost stuff. Picture a dark room with no air, and that's what it felt like. 
did notice the stifling feeling of not being able to breathe. Picture a dark room with no air, and that's what it felt like, outer space? What are you talking about? No air? You wouldn't be able to breathe. Breathe to catch your breath. Oh, you okay? I wasn't expecting that. That's... I didn't want to be up there. When we got to the top of the stairs, you felt an instant draw to the boys' room. So they go into the little boys' room, which again, probably not the first time you did that in that same day. We went through and we did EVPs. Um, I'm going to have to check inside your uh, son's underwear drawer. <sighs> Definitely strong in here. Is there any spirit present in here? Most <laughs> Is there any spirit present in here? Times the reactions that we get are one word answers. Is there any spirit present in here? The EVP said fear. Fear. <laughs> okay. Now you're claiming you got a recording of of a of a ghost saying the word fear. Play the recording. What we just heard is is the production team making that. Where is the tape for this? It seems like they would want that. They would probably say to you, "Ted, you got this tape. You have a ghost on tape. You mind if we put that in the show?" Uh no. I uh I recorded something over that. Well, let me just take a look. You know, sometimes you can recover something. No. You can't look at my tapes. Stay out, stay out of this room. Do not look at any of these tapes. T Ted, why do all the tapes say frazzle drip on them? It was a boy's voice, a little kid's voice. I, I would know it like the back of my hand. Listen. It was afraid of something else in the house. I'd heard something moving under Isaiah's bed. And then, now they've literally just put a ghost kid in the corner. I don't know how well you guys can even make that out on here. But they've got a ghost kid in the corner of the room, and he's just looking at it. Why is this spirit so afraid? When you're sitting in a dark room and you hear a loud bang, it startles you. This knock was not just a small little knock. It was sort of like we're intruding. And this was to tell us, you're not alone. Okay, that's over the top. They have a monster hand. Like, I mean, we're doing the graveyard smash at this point. A monster hand coming out of the closet at the woman with full-on claws, webbed fingers. It's a ghoul. We believe that the spirit that caused... They didn't say anything about there being a creepy monster man hand in the room. The bang or the loud knock was... Definitely the malevolent dark shadow that Valerie has seen. It was definitely the malevolent dark shadow. That's the only explanation for a banging sound. Couldn't have been a shudder. It <laughs> wanted to push them out. Now they've got a guy traipsing around in a Party City Grim Reaper outfit. Oh we did our research. And the land that that house is on, there were Indian burials there. The little native boy. They say in the chat room, wait, this is supposed to be satire, right? Even though Rufio would protect their right to do it, no, this is not satire. Was there to protect her children, to play with her children. But this other spirit, this dark shadow that was there, he didn't like them being there. And that spirit belonged in that house, and he was there way before they were. I truly believe it will never leave. <sighs> the spirit isn't going anywhere. You need to move. 
the spirit isn't going anywhere. You need to move. Sorry, you're going to have to buy a new house. And you can't sell this one. It's filled with spirits. One of them's good, but the other one's very, very bad. You gotta go. I'm sorry. Listen, I'm just a detective. I don't get rid of the ghosts. There's no such thing as Ghostbusters. Are you stupid? I felt like it was trying to scare us. I felt like it was trying to intimidate us. And I knew it was time to go. Okay, so there you go. Ted in an episode of a show about kids under attack. (laughs) Very strange. But he was on another episode. Let's show you this one. This one's called Home Possession. Let's find out if this one is related to kids, too, because, you know, we need to establish a pattern here. If kids just keep showing up, you know, two isn't a pattern. Three is a pattern. So we had the kids show up with the Bigfoot. We had the kids' room in the last video. If this one's got a kid in it, man, you gotta start to wonder something. With her father now in a nursing home, Kathy finally convinced her mother to leave. I told her to pack a bag. You're not staying here. And we opened one of the bedroom doors. And I had a large freestanding mirror in the corner. (laughs) It's just straight up showing ghosts. Ghosts are real. And it flew across the room and hit the door frame. We left everything behind. The refrigerator is still full. The freezer's full. There's dirty dishes in the sink. I was happy and I was relieved to be getting her out of there finally. Kathy and her mother refused to return, but would not sell the house because they didn't want to expose the buyers to the evil within. The property was so a ba- another person who just you don't get to live here anymore because ghosts are definitely and into the spirits for four years before Kathy brought in paranormal investigator Ted Vanson. There he is. Here's our boy Ted Vanson. Now let's take a look at what he looks like this time around, shall we? Let's get a good look on that. What Kathy wanted from us was to kind of validate some of the stuff that she saw and she felt. When we first entered the house, it was pretty heavy. (laughs) Okay. So for some reason, once again, they've decided to get an actor who is completely bald, very thin, very short. Also a leather jacket again. I'm not sure where they're getting this idea that Ted wears leather jackets, but apparently they think this. I don't think this is the same actor as the last one, though. This is a different, svelte, bald man. Couldn't breathe. Because he doesn't have the eyebrow piercing this time. So they decide to go in. By the way, they investigate this place at night using flashlights. It could have gone during the day, but nah, it's not spooky then. When you walked in the door, it's like they just picked up and left everything else behind. I was... Did somebody say behind? Ooh, paranormal. Hoping Ted could get some kind of evidence or information as to who these... Does he just buy their properties and flip them? (laughs) Says Turkatron in the chat. I'm starting to wonder. I mean, that was a Nathan for you bit, wasn't it? Didn't Nathan for you have a ghost hunter team up with a real estate lady to try to get people to leave their houses? People were that we saw in the house and um, maybe why they were there. (laughs) see that's not the same guy that is definitely a different guy so they was the other guy not available this time they were like okay we need a bald guy one ted is bald ted's kind of got hair on top of his head 
How, how pissed would you be if you are not a bald guy and a TV show kept showing you to be bald? And they've g- given Ted a big bear of a man partner investigating with him this time. They never say who this is. Ted makes no mention of doing this with another guy. But the show has just invented that he had a boyfriend tag along. Ted started the investigation in Kathy's room, the center of the activity. You've got a ghost. I'll give you 60% of market value. The strength of the negative energy or the darkness was pretty strong at first. When you Also, the resale value of the home was pretty high. It was in a good location. So, you know, as I looked around at the amenities, I realized that this was a pretty haunted house. You walked in that room, you felt it. It doesn't want us there. And you feel that. Like two magnets, when they hit each other, there's like a pushback. And that's what it was like when you first walked in that room. Wait a second. When two magnets hit each other, there's a pushback. No, wait. But the opposite's a trap. Oh. Ted's looking through things through a gay lens. So he only thinks of the two positive poles of the magnet hitting each other. There's pushback. Okay, listen, when you're a hammer, every problem's a nail, I suppose. We made ourselves go in there. They, we made ourselves, you know, communicate and talk and push back. Okay, he is saying we. I guess maybe there was another guy. Because we needed answers. Hello? Is there anyone here? I need to know who this is. Hello? Hello? Hello, anybody, please answer. Pick up, pick up. Operator. I mean, come on. You're telling me that they heard a voice that clearly? Without the EVP thing, too, by the way. They're not hearing the recording. We heard, hello, darlings. It was more like a male spirit pretending to be a female saying, hello, darling. So you're telling me Ted the gay ghost hunter ran into a drag queen ghost? What are the odds? I would say C-3PO would be telling us, go ahead, go full on light speed. Don't ever, uh, who cares? Don't ever tell me those odds. I think it's fine, actually. And it was... Do they have the fake Ted wearing a one of those metal ball necklaces from the 90s very evil kind of mean it was kind of uh, sadistic gay ghost lol trans ghost trans ghost gay ghost confirmed transvestigated this is now a transvestigation it wasn't nice at all <laughs> wait hang on i gotta roll that back i want to hear what he says right there if it'll let me Blinks. it was more like a male spirit pretending to be a female saying hello darling and it was very evil, kind of mean. It was kind of uh, sadistic. It wasn't nice at all. <laughs> it was kind of mean. It was kind of sadistic. It wasn't nice at all. That's a lot of ways. I mean, what, what are you, a thesaurus? You could have just said one of those things. I would have stuck with sadistic. You know, 
going from sadistic to not nice at all, that's really kind of jumping off a cliff there when it comes to synonyms. You heard a window slam. So loud banging follows this bear everywhere. Shot. The window slamming was just so strong and so loud. That was the same as the last time. And remember, this is an abandoned house this time, so it actually could be a shutter just hitting the wall. He's saying every window was shut. Well, does it have shutters? But all the windows were shut. Let's go back downstairs. Whatever it was that slammed that window was head of energy long before. They say, I, I like kind of mean. This ghost was a killer. It was a straight-up fiend. It was a bad sort of... I mean, he was... I wouldn't... You, he kind of woke up on the wrong side of the bed, if you will. He was grumpy. He was a grumpy ghost. Before we got there, and it was strong enough to slam that window and make it as loud as it was. And by the way, Ted's website, where he talks about being a paranormal guy, it says on there that he holds himself to be one of the more rational, reasonable ones. He doesn't jump to just believing everything. <laughs> Meanwhile, this. We had a handheld camera, and it was recording the room. Okay, great. They've got a handheld camera. They're recording it. We're going to see the footage head on here. He recorded this. This is on tape. Okay, creepy sound effects uh, track number 18 from Spooky Halloween CD. Did you hear that, man? Wow, track number 19. I had noticed a shadow that turned into basically a six-legged dark mass crawl up the wall across the ceiling. Wait, 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 you're just describing the shadow of a bug. <laughs> Are you scared of a bug? Six leg crawling around on the ceiling and the and the wall? I think you just held your flashlight in front of a cricket. Probably the size of a child. Wait a second. Why would that be your comparison? I mean, that is no bread box. Probably the size of a child. Yeah, I pretty much measure thing in children, you know, uh, how much uh, water a child could displace, <laughs> the weight of a child, the size of a child, the um, amount of meanness a child is. He was as mean as a kid. You know, those kids, sometimes they bite. That's how big it was. And it was just black as black can be. Okay, we have to stop. You know, black ghosts matter. We have to stop with this. 30 years of doing this, and I've never seen anything like that. You know, it was very strange. It was like it was right out of a horror film. Always with the kid stuff, they say in the chat. I told you, I think we've established the pattern. Did you see that, man? I just saw a demon. That's just a barking dog. Did I just see my first demon? Did I just, you know, see my first real negative... Negative. ...entity? I'm still not sure. It's not safe. Get, get out of here. Let's go. Go, go. Believing the demon was dangerous, Ted called off the investigation for the night. 
when you have an entity that's in a house and it's dark and it's as black as what I saw, I'm surprised that they didn't get hurt more. Oh, you can't. You're not allowed to say that, Ted. Just because it's a black entity doesn't mean they're more violent, okay? Same IQ, everything. Or these paranormal guys. There, I mean, I've heard about the paranormal guys being racist on Grinder before. You know, they're very selective. I've heard, but man, I never thought anything like this. They didn't die from it. That's scary. That's why I backed my team out because I don't want to hurting anybody. <laughs> There's. Track number five from Spooky Scary Skeleton uh, Halloween CD. Different volume entities two. can exist in the same space. So you can have human spirits that are in a particular location, as well as demonic spirits in a particular location. But is Ted himself a demonic entity? That's the real question here. I don't know if the evidence has mounted to say... Come get them, boys. But I am very, very concerned. <sighs> Maybe we should call Ted and work all this out. I'll, uh, I'll call him on the off chance that maybe he would uh, be ready for a Bigfoot sighting. How about that? We're going to need an excuse to get in there. So I'll tell him I saw a Bigfoot. I need to report a squanch, and we'll see what he says. I've got a couple phone numbers here for them. Maybe they're out of date. Who knows? We'll see what happens. It was the size of a kid. Welcome to Verizon Wireless. Uh, the wireless. All right. Okay. I've got another number here. Don't worry. I've got a few numbers. We'll try them. See if we can't get Ted on. I want to give him his fair chance to defend himself. I'm not an unfair guy. Oh, this is TW. Apparently, I missed your phone this call. Him. Leave your name and number. I'll get back to you as soon as I can. Thank you. Have a good day. At the tone, please record your message. When you've finished recording, you may hang up or press 1 for more options. To send a fax, press 4 now. To leave a callback number, press 5. Not sure if I got the right number, but I'm looking for Ted Wolf. Uh, read that you're the Sasquatch detective. I saw a Bigfoot, and I wanted to report it. I said online that you're the person to do it in the Rochester area. So I just wanted to give you a call and let you know. I believe the one I saw, it was actually the size of a kid. So I think it might have been one of the Bigfoot's children. Uh, maybe a baby, since they tend to run a little bit bigger than us. But uh, if you're interested, I've, I've captured it and I've gotten in a cage. And uh, you can do whatever you like to it. So just give me a call back if you're interested. And uh, we can make a deal under the table. And I'll turn my head and you go to town. All right? Let me know. My name's Bill. Thanks. Okay, so that might entice him to call back. Now, I read in the chat that somebody had a phone number for me. Have you sent that to me already? Because there might be another one we could try and actually get him live. Uh, I'm not seeing anything. I'm on, on Facebook. 
I'm on the Jesse Stroud account. And uh, you could also send it to me on Discord if you want to do that. If you haven't sent it yet. Ah, Rochester, LOL. Child size Yeti. Goodbye, horses. Smells like Cheetos. Ha ha ha. Black marketing, little foot. Ted is going to. F- well, I don't know what he's going to do with it. Listen, that's between Bill and Ted. Oh, wait, I didn't realize I made their name fat. That might be a little on the nose. Did not realize what I did with that. Okay, uh, I think I've got another number here. Is this the one I just called? This might be the one I just called, but we'll. Get- yeah, that's the one I just called. Um, he answered about 20 minutes ago, says my uh, confidant, 1185. Okay, I, I already, that's the one I just dialed, so he's not answering now, 1185. So we'll just leave it at that. We'll give him a call again. We'll see what happens, and we'll try to find out more. I'll leave it to you guys in the chat room to determine whether or not you think that this has been a successful pedophile's investigation. And while you mull over your answer on that, and I want you to really think about it, I'll leave the chat on screen here with me, and we'll go out on a song written by Ted himself. You see, Ted is many things. He's a renaissance man, a jack-off of all trades, and not only is he a paranormal guy, not only is he a podcaster, not only is he a potential pedophile, but he is also a singer, and he wrote a song called Without You, official video by Ted Van Son. It says, uh, written in 1999, played at many weddings, (laughs) recorded by local artists, popular locally. Oh, so this is really big in the Rochester area or whatever, I guess. And it's just a montage of photos of happy couples getting married. We'll go out on this. You let me know in the chat what you think. Here we go. Without You by Ted. big boys in this video. Do you remember the day we met? Yeah, the look, the smells, the things I can't forget. The look in your eyes, the dreams come true. I could never make it without you. As long as we're together, yes, our dreams are come. Okay, so. I see somebody's posting a phone number in the chat room. Please don't do that. Thank you. Oh, no, 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 no. It says love comes in many ways. That is a slippery slope. Maybe. I don't know, Ted. About me. If we leave it there, that's fine. It's just showing a man and a woman. Just a man and a woman. Another man and a woman. Okay, everything's safe. We're good. Okay, well, there's two ladies. That's that's fine. That's All fine. I wanna do Mostly normal relationships. Love them okay, now it says love knows no boundaries. It certainly knows one boundary that I can think of, Ted. What I, will it take to make your dreams come true? Okay, no paranormal stuff here. Is what I want for you. As long as we're together, you start dreaming. If you leave, I don't know what to do. I can't make 
love moves us all. That's a beautiful message. That I agree with. We got some beautiful couples, just madly in love, local couples. The weddings where they played this song, I guess. I don't know. What will it take to stop you from feeling blue? We had our dreams and share them too. We had our love. Love knows no distances. I agree with that. My poor, beautiful wife is now trapped in Australia thanks to the Kahuna virus. Okay, I'm back on board. It, you know what? He had a slip there with some of the verbiage, but I think we're good now. Love, I swear, was coming true. Yes, heart to heart is what I want for you. Yes, long is Yes, our dreams are coming true. Yes, I will always be there for you. If you leave, I don't know what to do. I can't make it without you. Beautiful, happy couples. Ah, oh, here we go. Love knows no color. If all is we're together. And then they show two white people together. Our dreams are coming true. Oh, there we go. Some interracial stuff. So there you go. That's one for the Jewish folks in the audience. Yes, I will always be there Here we go. You. Love knows no A. Wait. What? Love knows no age? Okay, you know what? That's it. Come, come, come get him, get him, boy! If you leave, I don't know what to do. I can't make it without you. Just without you. Just without you. Oh, and, oh, and there's a, a policeman and another man together. Yes, without you. He snuck a little bit of paranormal in there at the end. Uh-oh, wait, uh-oh, come get them, boys. They all say it in the chat room. Love knows the heart we end on. Ladies and gentlemen, that's our show. That's the pedophiles. I don't know if we proved it or not, but I'm highly suspicious. We'll keep an eye on this brand new goon, Ted Van Son, and join that pizza fund. I'll see you on our Wednesday show in the premium section, Pizza. Until next time, have... An awful day. Head over to potawful.com slash iTunes and subscribe to us on iTunes. We're live every Sunday, Wednesday, and Friday, 8 p.m. Eastern at potawful.tv. Love the show? Keep it going by donating to the pizza fund. Potawful.com slash support. And anything else you need is at potawful.com.